She didn't envy the soup having a tiny office, shut away from the world. She liked being around the team. She enjoyed the banter. Not that many of them had attempted to engage with her recently. It was almost as if they saw her losing streak as a form of leprosy. They'd do anything to avoid becoming infected. Morning, Mum, DC Trotter offered cheerily, placing a mug of coffee on the desk in front of Kate, her blonde hair bobbing as she skipped back to her own desk. Morning, Laura. Give me five minutes to get myself straight and then we can have a look at... The soup wants to see you first, Patel interrupted without looking up. He was cleaning out the coffee machine again, his daily ritual. Locking her computer, Kate smiled at Laura across the room, as if it was nothing. You'd better give me ten minutes instead. I'll grab you when I'm ready. She tried to act casual as she strolled back along the corridor to the soup's office, a cold dread swirling inside her. Taking a deep breath, she knocked twice and entered. Detective Superintendent Williams began speaking before she'd even shut the door behind her. What the hell went wrong yesterday? You assured me he would go down. You said there was no way a jury wouldn't convict. Kate had asked herself the same question more than a dozen times, but still didn't have a definitive answer. I don't know what to say, sir. The CPS said we would... I don't give a shit what the CPS said. You managed the inquiry. You gathered the evidence. You oversaw the interviews. I just don't understand, Matthews. Do you not like it here? Is that the problem? You don't think we're as good as the Met, so you don't want to try as hard. Is that it? No, sir. The vein in the centre of his forehead was throbbing. You've been with us for four months. Four months. And you're yet to successfully secure a conviction. It's not like you haven't had plenty of opportunities. He began pacing in front of the large window behind his desk. I was warned that I was taking a chance by bringing you into the team, but I followed my gut, and now you're making me look like an old fool. Please, sir, what happened yesterday was unfortunate. Really? That's how you'd describe that bloody shambles? Symptomatic. That's the word I'd use. Am I wrong? She sighed. There was no point in arguing with him. No, sir. DCI Vaughan would be turning in his grave if he could see what a bloody pig's ear you were making of his unit. He was meticulous in his case preparation. Kate kept her head bowed as the soup once again waxed lyrical about the man she'd been brought in to replace. How could she ever compete with a living legend struck down in his prime? Yes. Patel's head had popped around the door as the soup answered his knock. Apologies for the interruption, sir. We've just taken a call about a fire at a dockside warehouse. Uniform are on scene with paramedics and the fire brigade. And? And they've just found a body inside, sir. It's missing its head and feet. Inspector Bentley wants us down there straight away. 
Okay. Send D.I. Underhill in as S.I.O. He's still tied up with that body they found on Saturday night, sir. D.S.I. Williams glanced down at Kate, who looked pleadingly in his direction. He narrowed his eyes and sighed. Very well, Matthews, get yourself down there and secure the scene. Make sure everyone knows what they're doing and report back to me at the first possible opportunity. That'll be all, D.S. Patel. He waited until Patel had closed the door and then leaned in towards Kate. I want regular updates on your progress, you hear me? Do not drop the ball on this one.